What up, what up, what up, world podcast listeners? Hi. I'm so happy to be here. Oh. <laughs> Y'all, we've been talking about this forever and it's finally happening. It's finally this happening. This is great. I'm excited. I'm so happy. Welcome to Panhandling, nonetheless. Turn up. Turn all the way up. We're live. We are live. Blue and I are very excited to be here. So excited. Um, For those of you, well, none of you know me, so to get to know me. (laughs) (laughs) Tell the people who you are. My name, well, I'm going to go by name. Go ahead. (laughs) Lay it down. Who are you? You all can call me Sky. Turn up. Absolutely. And I'm here with my lovely co-host. Yes, your favorite verse, Pan Princess Blue. Yes. We're here. We're queer. Get the fuck used to it. Absolutely. Oh, God. Y'all, we cuss a lot. I cuss a lot. Yeah, same. Yeah, okay, great. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sky, if you don't mind starting us out with our what it is and what it ain't. Tell the people. What it is and what it ain't. So, what it is and what it ain't is our mental health checking. Yes, God. You know, so we're just going to talk about what it is and really what it ain't. Mm-hmm. So, to kick it off, it is... It is well. In my soul. Yeah, you know, I'm happy to be here. I'm alive, I'm well. Mm-hmm. Um, shit's been real regular. Yeah. Like, a lot of things in my personal life, usually around this time of year, are hectic. Mm-hmm. And we've been in this whole pandemic bullshit for like a year, but things Period. are relatively okay. Okay. And it ain't. What it ain't. It ain't. This pandemic ain't it. Mm-hmm. Continues to not be it. Okay, period. I'm trying to do some shit this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if you can't get vaccinated, if you have the means to get vaccinated, please do so. Get your ass. a bitch like me is trying to be outside. Okay. Shaking all Not wilding out. Not, I'm not trying to wild out. But I'm trying to be outside. But like a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for that. Okay, sir, for me, what it is, this panhandling. This is what it is. Like, you know, Sky and I have been talking about this for well over a year, and here we are. We're finally making this shit happen. I'm just really excited. Oh my God. Um, so, yeah, that's what it is. Um, what it ain't. I got a few what it ain't. So, I went home to walk my dog, and he had peed in his little area. Like, he was marking his territory, like, all up and through his but little area. But you had him for a while, man. He's three fucking years old. He's a grown ass man. Can't pay no bills, but could pee everywhere. <laughs> Like a child. Like a whole child. But you a grown man. Like, ugh, make it make sense. What else is, is it ain't? It ain't. Um, Actually, that's the biggest thing that's, that it ain't. Is my dog peeing every which way. Because that's not cute. So, yeah. That's. No, you know what? I'm lying. <laughs> what else it ain't is me and my best friends are trying to find a place to go for our birthdays. And we are struggling right now because we in a pepperoni pizza a year into this thing. And we ain't got no place to go. And I'm not going to Myrtle Beach. <laughs> I'm not going to fucking Myrtle Beach. It's so hard still being in this bullshit. I'm saying. Because on one hand, I... Not on one hand. I am still committed to being responsible, yes. Yes. And I'm going to continue to do that. Absolutely. However. And? We've been in here for a year. A year. And so now I'm stir crazy. Yes. It's been 12 whole months. It's been more than 12 It's been months. more than that. I think it's been probably about a year and a half at this point. Yeah. Because you know, niggas been known about this shit. Right. Hmm. So, but we've been on lockdown officially a year and some change now. 
And I'm just like, I want normalcy back. I want to be able to go be able to see my friends and family safely. Okay. I want to be able just to have my life back. Like, we're young. I want to do ratchet things with my friends. Okay, pop this pussy. What's up? Period. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Safely. Safely. Always. <laughs> <laughs> we getting there. We getting close to the promised land, dear God. So that's fine. with you all that March is Bisexual Health Awareness Month. Um, so that's very fitting because this is this is a podcast for bi pan-identifying folk, which is us, us Negroes. Absolutely. So this is our introductory episode in a sense. So I mean let's let's get right into it. Let's talk about bisexual awareness, pansexual awareness, visibility, because y'all niggas be trying to act like we don't exist. And we do. And I think it's very interesting because I think there are stereotypes Mm -hmm. on every end of the binary, specifically on the the gendered binary and, Mm -hmm. you know, the queer woman community and the queer trans community. I mean, not sorry, the queer male community, which Mm -hmm. includes trans individuals, Mm -hmm. which is what I'm saying, but like... I see struggles on my end. I'm sure you see struggles yeah, on your yeah, end. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. I'm very curious what, what you think about like bi erasure and bi visibility and mm-hmm. you know, pan visibility and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, what blows me all the time about being bi, being pan, because initially when I came out, I came out as bisexual. Um, then I realized, oh shit, I like it all. So now here I am, your favorite verse pan princess. And what I've, what I've noticed throughout my journey is that we're not straight enough for the straights. We're not gay enough for the gays. We're literally just kind of existing. And it's unfortunate, especially within queer spaces, how it's our own people within community who try to deny our very existence. It's like, well, I don't agree with you not being all the way gay. Do you know how the fuck you sound when you say shit like that? Like, I literally had, like, women who, first and foremost, side note, everybody, this is what blows me about lesbians. <laughs> this is what blows me about you lesbians. It's the fact that there's so many lesbians that have told me I don't mess with chicks who are bisexual. And I'm like, well, I'm not bi, but I'm definitely not lesbian. And it's just like, well, no, because I feel like pansexual or bisexual women sneak dick. What does that mean? I mean, I know what it means, you, but like... Girl, you know who out here cheating and sneak dicking? Bitches who cheat and sneak dick. It's not a pansexual thing. It's not a bisexual thing. And I just hate that that is such a narrative within our queer spaces. You know? I, I get a lot of 
when I, well, first, firstly, I use bisexual as an umbrella term because I find in my experience not many people are familiar with pansexual. Mm-hmm. But when I say bisexual, I mean it all. Yep. Mm-hmm. I've grown to know that that means pansexuality, but mm-hmm. I grew up saying I like people. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. I didn't have the vocabulary for it. Right. But now that I'm old enough to understand that, it's just, I like what I like. Mm-hmm. You know? But with that, I find when I'm talking to or trying to date women, it's cis women specifically. Cis het women, even more specifically. Mm-hmm. It's the, so you're gay. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. If we're able to get past that, it's the, and this is not even just in the, in the realm of trying to date them. Like, I've had casual conversations with cis head women. It's just like, so you are going to eventually want something I can't give you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. Because if I decide that I want to be in a relationship with a cis head woman, then that's the kind of person I am. I'm very monogamous because mm-hmm. that's, that's what works for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to want to cheat on you with a man mm-hmm. just because we are in a relationship. Mm-hmm. If by any chance I want to be with a man while I'm with you, I'm just going to break up with you and be with a man. Mm-hmm. But those... Two are not mutually exclusive. Respectfully. (laughs) (laughs) But those two are not mutually exclusive. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Literally that. And you know, I can admit though that before diving into my own queer experience, anytime I heard of somebody identifying, uh, a man specifically identifying as, you know, bisexual, I'm like, okay, so you gay. And I mean, that was a lot of what my understanding of queer identity anyways was like 10 now 10 years ago because it was at this like the end of high school start of college so child 10 years ago (laughs) god almighty so i was just like wait what you can like men and women and now i'm in the space oh man you can like anyone you know um doesn't matter what your gender identifier is or is not like you just love people for who the hell they are and you know, honestly, if I could rid myself of attraction, this plague called attraction to anyone, I swear to God I would. Period. If I could just, especially cishet men, if I could just stop liking they How do you think I feel, girl? <laughs> <laughs> you know? How do you think I Ooh, feel? it's musty out here. I can't stand it. Ooh, honey. And I hate it. To your point about dating, I'm not dating, about thinking that bi men were gay. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of thoughts and feelings about that, but I can't fault you for that. I know you don't feel that way anymore, Hell but no, right. there are people in the world who do feel that way. Very much so. Because a lot of men, I don't want to say all, but a lot that I've seen used by as the predecessor mm-hmm. to gay. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to take anything away from anybody's mm-hmm. sexual identity's journey because yeah. I, I get it. It's complicated. Yeah, yeah, it is. And at some point, you may have thought you were about it, mm-hmm. you know. So it's a very double-edged sword for me because I don't like it. I wish we had the confidence as queer men to say I'm gay and mean it. But I yeah. also understand mm-hmm. the purpose of, you know, making that little piss stop. Because I, I went through a phase um, a few just a few years ago where I was just like, I haven't dated a woman in a very long time. Am I gay? I'm gay. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I told myself that I was gay. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm okay with that. And then I met a, a girl that... I was head over heels for, and I was just like, oh, ah, definitely not, not gay. gay. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But, you know, shit keeps, it, it changes. So, yeah. 
I, I don't blame the people who do things like that, but I do challenge those people to think mm-hmm. further about it. Because chances are, you've dated the bi man and you don't know it. Period. Hell, he might not know it. Period. <laughs> and that's so true. Well, one, I want to say, I've had those conversations internally as well. Like, you know what? Bitch, you a whole lesbian. You a lesbian. But then there's this one. Where's the few y'all? It's the few y'all. There's these these men that are just like, oh God, I could unfortunately see myself with you. Like you, 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 I could be with. And then she's like, okay, so you're definitely not a lesbian. Right. So that's one. But two, also, what I hate so much because you know I'm a cisgender woman, so I have a lot of privilege, right? Um, I can explore my sexuality, my identity, and it's more palatable. Mm-hmm. Whereas black men specifically, y'all aren't provided the same freedoms to do that. Just having an understanding of what you like and what you don't like is not allowed. And so, and then there's that negative connotation of, oh, this nigga's not straight. Okay, and, and? And so much is rooted in heteronormativity so much is rooted in misogyny because even with cis women having the autonomy to explore their sexuality it's still for the male gaze oh yes it is honey so you run into men it's just like oh so you gay so you never had the right dick right oh my god friend and i know we're y'all we're gonna have a coming out um episode later on down the line but like the first month or so after I officially came out, which is bullshit, but after I officially came out, there were so many dudes who were like, oh, you just had the right dick. Honey, <laughs> let me tell you something. There's quite a few miles on this here, girl. And let me tell you, dick after dick after dick, I've had enough. And there's a lot of queer women who share that experience. Yeah. Who are just like, no, I have. And even if you haven't, like... Sex is not synonymous to sexual identity. Exactly. Exactly that. Yeah. Like, there are plenty of gay men mm-hmm. who've had sex with women mm-hmm. and are still gay. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of gay women who have had sex with men mm-hmm. and are still gay. Because it's just like, we're raised to think we're this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, straightness is shoved down our throats literally from the time that we're conceived, let alone born. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm just like, okay, I think I'm straight. You know, you're doing all these things because you think you're straight. And then all it takes is one experience, at least for me, at least, mm-hmm. to realize that you're not straight. Mm-hmm. Like, I had a whole girlfriend when I finally verbally verbalized that I wasn't straight. Mm-hmm. So, sex is, sex is not, like, that's stupid. It is. It's some bullshit, honestly, at the end of the day. Especially because I ain't getting none right now. But that's neither here nor there. But it's unfortunate because, again, I feel like... Yes, it's definitely misogyny. Yes, there's a lot of, you know, obviously it's patriarchy, it's heteronormativity, and also it's blackness. I love being black, and also that part of my identity has been the source of my struggles with my sexuality because as a black individual, you know, it's not acceptable in a lot of households if not most households because we're not even talking about american blacks so we're talking about those within like african cultures those within any type of west indian culture so on and so forth anybody who falls on a diaspora um when it comes to queerness of any sort 
it's like, oh, you've brought shame to this family. Oh, we're disowning you. And granted, I didn't have the worst coming out. Um, I have had a shift in relationships with people that I love because I am queer identifying. And it's almost as if, you know, me being queer has taken away from me being this amazing person that I am. Like, no. As if you changed. As if, come on now. And what I, and again, we'll talk about this in the coming out um, episode, but the point that I always make is in the 15 to 60 minutes that mm-hmm. I took to tell you that I'm whatever, mm-hmm. am, I, am I a different person? Nope. Are all the memories that we've shared up until this point right here, mm-hmm. just fuck those. You know, and you're right. And I saw, I can't remember where I saw it, but it sticks with me to this day. But somebody online was just like, I was called a faggot before I was called a nigger. Ooh. Ooh, that. And it's, I can't remember where I saw it, but I saw it years ago. And I was Mm -hmm. like, wow. Damn. That's real. I think I heard the term faggot before I heard the term nigger. Honestly. Especially directed towards me. Yeah. You know, and, and this is not to say, you know, that I don't love being black because I do. I ride hard for my 100%. people. 100%. 100%. Like, I'm I'm blessed to be black. Mm-hmm. But it is also very exhausting, especially being a cisgendered. I don't want to say especially because I do know that genderqueer folks have also have a hard time. So I don't want to say Ooh, especially. Honey. Yeah. Don't want to take away from their struggle at all. Right. But I do know mm-hmm. that, you know, being queer in general, whether you're, you know, genderqueer or you have a queer sexual identity, it's hard being one. Yeah, it is. It is. How dare you not, you know, stay within this bubble that we've, you know, created just for you. And that goes back to a point you made earlier. Like, our families have made up this life for us. Even before our asses popped out the coochie. Like, an embryo. Once they find out your sex, they've already started conditioning you. Mm-hmm. So if you fall outside of these these boundaries that we've created for you, it's like you're smacking us in the face. And I think that's the most upsetting part is that you feel insulted by me just living my actual truth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's why this podcast is so important, you know, because what we're talking about blackness queerness and then for us specifically you know bi and pansexuality all things that you know are silenced so much are marginalized so much but shit nigga we here especially because we i feel like what what i like to call is middle ground queers (laughs) (laughs) that's what we're called oh god that's what i like to call this Because a, a lot of... I like that. I'm going to write that shit down. That's going to be on some merch one day. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of, I feel like, that middle ground is not talked about. You're right. It's not talked about how you can... I'm going to use by here, but I, I really mean it all. By plus. You can be by plus and only date one specific gender Mm -hmm. you can be bi plus and only have sex with one specific gender Mm -hmm. you can be bi plus and not date or have sex with anybody Mm -hmm. you know and so it's frustrating to have these conversations with people who don't have you know all the knowledge about it i'm not not expecting everyone to be well versed in every letter in the lgbt community because i don't know everything sure don't but at the same time it's like there is willful ignorance there, mm-hmm. and it 
it's affecting how mm-hmm. I live my life, how mm-hmm. you live your life, how mm-hmm. other people who are vibe plus live their lives. Yeah. Yep. In very negative ways. Very, very harmful, violent ways. Which also circles back to it being um, bisexual health awareness. Um, and when we're talking about health, I want us to think about health in its entirety. So I think a lot of times when we say health, we're only thinking about our physical health. Like we go into the doctor and they check in our blood pressures and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> but when we talk about health, like we're talking about every aspect of what makes us a whole being. So, you know, when we're, we're dealing with people who are blatantly being ignorant, violently ignorant, um, perpetuating ignorance that is harmful to bodies, you know, that's impeding on our health mm-hmm. in very dramatic ways. And, you know... I had posted something on my personal Instagram account like a month or so ago. This woman was just like, oh, man, this guy is being, um, what the fuck? She said homophobic. No, no, heterophobic. Shut the fuck up. Listen, child. And my point of that rant that I had on my Instagram was, you know. I do remember that. You remember? Yeah. Queer people, we can't stop non-queer folk. We can't stop y'all from getting jobs. We can't stop y'all from getting access to healthcare. We can't stop you from getting a job. We can't stop you from important things that make you a whole being that impact your overall wellness. So when we're talking about bisexual health and things of that nature, we have to keep in mind, like, what am I, an individual, doing who might not be queer identifying, who might have various privileges that certain queer folk don't have? What am I doing to harm someone who's not like me so when it comes to folk within community like our fellow queers Mm -hmm. or when it comes to people who are non-queer check your damn self and just just and and listen i think a lot of this goes across the board to Mm -hmm. a lot of the isms and the phobias that we face as black people regardless of our um, intersecting identities but if someone tells you that what you said is offensive or rude or harmful or hurtful, you have to listen to that. Mm-hmm. Specifically when you are in company with people you care about. Like I've been in a lot of situations, not with anybody in my life now, thankfully, but I've been in situations where conversations like this will come up and it's just like, oh, I can't be with a bi man because that means he's secretly gay. Or he'd be sneak digging. And I'm just like, mm, Girl. <laughs> no. It's not how it works. It's not how that works. No. Or unfortunately for you, your man was biased, so you caught your man with another man. It's just like, that's just because he was trash prior to you getting with him. Exactly. That. 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 And that goes back to that harmful shit people be saying, like, oh, buy people cheat. No, cheaters cheat. I apologize and I hate that you had to. Well, I don't apologize and I ain't do shit. But I hate that you've gone through this traumatic experience that has now damaged you so much that has shaped your idea about a whole entire population. Because they hate us. Girl. On both sides of the spectrum, they hate us. Okay. And we do shit, but wake up and get cute. Like, they hate the idea of bisexuality and just like Mm -hmm. how you can really play both sides of the fence. Mm -hmm. And that's how they see it. You playing both sides of the fence. And it's just like, no. And it's like, first of all, my, my sexual history, if we're not having sex, mm-hmm. is none of your business. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm on both sides of the spectrum, if I'm talking about men and if I'm talking about women and everybody in between, mm-hmm. it's, do I 
how much do I divulge in this conversation mm-hmm. beyond sexual health? Mm-hmm. Like, we're having the conversation about sexual health, yes. Okay, so I'm giving you the important details you need to know. Yes, I use condoms when I have sex. Yes, mm-hmm. I go get tested regularly, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But do I tell you who I had sex with? Mm-hmm. Do, you, do I tell you how often we had sex? How mm-hmm. often... You know how long we dated that kind of thing because it's mm-hmm. like then it's gonna ask that's gonna mean you're gonna ask follow up questions. Yeah, listen, yeah. And now you're looking at me like I got three heads. Yeah. Because in my sexual list, mm-hmm. there's men and there's women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, yes, 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 because that resonates deeply. Because you know when I'm telling women, because unfortunately all I seem to attract are lesbians (laughs) and so anytime lesbians I'm not saying it's all y'all but anytime um my former partners have asked or had that conversation about you know my sexual history anytime I bring up a man it's just like oh here she goes she about to be no and the common factor is men always (laughs) always always But even with men, um, I haven't been with a man now. Oh, my God. I can't remember the last time I've been with a man. Ooh, girl. (laughs) It's been so long. But, you know, I can imagine. Because, you know, niggas still want to hit. For men who who ever do ask the questions about my sexual history, I think a lot of times when they um, either gather or share with them that I also, you know, I love more than just cis folk. I love more than just men. When they're like, oh, you, you sleep with women. So does that mean? No. That's not what that means. I mean, I'm down, but that's not what that means. My my sexual identity is not, it's not for your pleasure, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Like, yes, I plan to pleasure you at some point, but my identity is not for your sake, if that makes sense. And it's interesting that you even mentioned that because I think about my experiences and a lot of times, because like you, I haven't been with a woman in a while. I would consider myself to be very homo-romantic, but a lot of times in my courtships, mm-hmm. it doesn't come up. Mm-hmm. And I choose for it not to come up because a lot of the men that I date assume I'm gay, mm-hmm. which is a problem in itself. Mm-hmm. Because not every queer man is gay. Mm-hmm. But it's also, a, do I want to have this conversation now or later? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah, that part. And so just in casual conversation, the coming out thing comes up. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, so when did you come out? Well. <laughs> I tell them the story, and then I tell them that I'm bi. Mm-hmm. I've had some go good. I've had some go bad. Mm-hmm. You know, and the ones that are, have gone bad is just like, well, what you mean? You you sleep with women? It's just like, I have slept with women. Mm-hmm. I'm not currently sleeping with women. But mm-hmm. if I was, why does that then affect the relationship or whatever that I'm trying to build with you? Yeah, exactly. And give me an answer that's not rooted in internalized homophobia. Give me an answer that's not rooted in any type of misogyny. Give me, give me those answers. Because I think the the question that I often get, which I would, I would say is similar to the threesome question is, so obviously you're on top with women. So when you're with men. Oh, honey. And I'm like, again, the two are not mutually exclusive. Oh, baby. 
See, I can't wait. Our next episode, we're gonna be talking a lot about sex for all you pervs out there. I can't wait because I need to. I need to know more about this. I get. I, oh, obviously, man. I get that question more from women than I do men. Wow. But I do get that question often. Friend, I don't think, and see, this is why I love, love, love that we're doing this together because, you know, I can only speak to my queerness from a cis woman's perspective. So there's so much I still don't know. And I am thoroughly intrigued by queer men because <laughs> it's the language, it's the, the sexual positions, it's so much about y'all that is so intriguing to me. And y'all have your own culture in and of itself. Yes. And I feel the same way about queer women. Well, women in general, across the gender binary. Like, I ask a lot of women a lot of questions. Because you do, honey. But I love it. I, it's foreign to me, you know. And I, and, I, and I love to learn specifically about people who differ from me. Yeah. You know, identity-wise. Like, I ask a lot of my trans non-binary friends just questions about their experience. One, mm-hmm. to show them that I care and that yeah. their, you know, existence matters. But also... Mm-hmm. How do I need to operate in spaces when you are around? Yeah. Yes. And then, you know, the same for you. Just because you're a cis woman doesn't mean that I... How do I need to operate when I'm not around? Mm -hmm. You know, so I think conversations like these are really important because just like we get to learn from each other. And I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Because the Gemini within me. I am (laughs) You know, we like to learn just random shit about random things and... These are one of the topics I'm just like, oh, wow, tell me more, tell me more. So I'm excited to be here with you. And oh my God, how long have we been talking? It won't tell me in a specific time. We've been rolling though. This is exciting. Yeah, it won't tell me a specific time. Okay, that's fine. But we can keep going if you want. Hell, let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, so what do you want the people to get out of this podcast, Sky? That's a great question. I want the listeners to just come and kiki with us. You know? I think we're both two very laid back individuals who mm-hmm. are just very honest with each other mm-hmm. and honest with the way that we live life. So I will want mm-hmm. listeners to understand granted this is only my perspective this is only your perspective Mm -hmm. and there are millions of other perspectives out there Mm -hmm. but if you're here i want you to gather a better understanding of what it's like for me for you Mm -hmm. and then kind of like ask more questions yeah learn something respect respectfully not and when i mean ask questions i don't mean call up your queer friends Oh my and God. get all up in their business, if, yes. especially if you don't have that relationship. Okay. Because I find that often too. It's just like people want to know about queer sex, queer relationships. Oh, and I'm just like, we it's don't have that kind of relationship at all. And I'm not the person to speak to all queer relationships. The way I have sex yeah. is different from the way you have sex. Mm-hmm. The way I date is different from the way you date. Yeah. Yep. So you don't ask your straight friends these questions, exactly. or at least not this invasive. Exactly, exactly. And again, it, it was it was mainly my homeboys who thought it was their job to ask me because the running question was, "Well, how do you have sex, nigga? What you mean? How do I have sex? I have sex like I have sex. Like there's multiple ways to have sex." 
You know what I'm saying? But it's just, it's interesting that it's, it's mainly non-queer folk who believe that they have the right to ask you as if like, well. For the sake of ed- educating. And I think it, mm-hmm. what pisses me off is cishet people who think they're being allies say, oh, well, if you want me to be educated, educate me. And so then they ask these invasive questions. And mm-hmm. it's just like, number one, Google is free. So free. Number two, we don't have that kind of relationship. Period. And then number three, your question is disrespectful because you're just trying to bypass mm-hmm. everything and get a quick answer. There it is. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. And you know, I've I've said from jump at the start of my like outward queer um, journey, I don't mind people asking me questions if you're you're genuinely asking for enlightenment. Don't ask me for the sake of, you know, getting your rocks off. Don't ask me because you just being an asshole. Ask me a question because you genuinely, like, you know, sit down, blue. Like, I really don't understand this. But I have a trusting relationship with you. And I really want, you know, to be well-versed in this thing. But (laughs) But unfortunately, a lot of times... I, it's not that. You're asking for the hell of being an asshole. Right. Specifically with the buy and pan thing. Because it's yeah. just like suddenly, okay, you're not gay, you're not straight, so what are you? So what are you? Like we some like three-headed alien from Pluto or some shit. Like, what do you mean? Because it's like, so I'm bi, I'm pan. It's just like, okay, but what does that mean? Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up. It's in the definition. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> okay. And then, heaven for fucking bid, we end up in an opposite sex relationship or companionship or whatever shit. Yeah. Now our sexuality is being questioned again. Again. My mama do that. I was like, ooh, mom, that man is fine. She just said, wait, wait. I thought you were, I was like, yep, still very much so queer. Oh, and Brown say that, ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Look at you and look at you. (laughs) Look at me looking the way I look. Oh gosh, she said blue. I thought you were. I thought you were gay. I was like, uh, Mom, still very much so queer. And two, just because I'm queer doesn't mean my, I'm blind. Like, what is that? Even if I were a lesbian, if somebody is attractive, they're attractive. Like that's the point, the blank, and the period. But it's like people genuinely don't know what to do with our attraction. Like, what does it mean that you love and attracted to? Just any old body. That, that's what it means. Mm-hmm. My attraction and my love isn't just on hold for one specific sex or gender. And if it is, that's also your business. That's my business. But I, I agree. It's, it's frustrating to be in a position where sexuality is being questioned based off of the binary that you mm-hmm. live in. Yeah. Yep. And because... If I were to get a girlfriend again, oh, I thought he was. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am. Mm-hmm. But because you're stupid, mm-hmm. now you're confused. As That's why you need to mind, mind your business mm-hmm. and stay in your lane. Okay. <laughs> mind the business that pays you. Thank you. Exactly that. I don't know, friend. They need help out here. They really do. And then also being in the same sex relationship is just kind of just like. That's why. I, I shouldn't, but I'm exhausted with the fight. So when people look at me and they call me gay, mm-hmm. it's just like, whatever. Yeah, and I hate that it's gotten to that point because I'm the same way because 
in any relationship that we're in, it doesn't negate our, you know, pansexuality, our bisexuality, our, you know, queer fluidity. It doesn't erase any of that. Yeah. If I'm with a cis man, I'm still very much so, you know, pan. That doesn't that doesn't go away. If I end up with a cis woman, I, I'm still very much so pan. But I'm with you. Right. I, I want to be here with you. I'm not thinking about the next coochie, the next dick. I'm not. I'm thinking about your coochie or your dick. You know. And that's it. That's it. And, and what I, you gonna do to my coochie? That's all I'm thinking about. Okay. <laughs> you, you, you trying to do something right now? I right. mean, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> and even and I think part of it because I use gay interchangeably. Yeah. Same. You know, because yeah. it, it's fun. Like I'm not gay, but I'm gay as fuck. And I know, you know, it may confuse people, but it's just like, that's the fun of being a queer individual. But at the root of it, I don't mind being referred to as gay because there's yeah. nothing wrong with being gay. At all. But it's also erasing the identity that I actually have. So it's really yeah. a double-edged sword. It is. It is. And, you know, I think sometimes, maybe unknowingly, when we use gay, it's an internalized erasure. Can, can we say that? Everything else is internalized, internalized oppression, internalized <laughs> homophobia. Maybe there's some internalized buy and pan phobia with that, perhaps, because that's just kind of what's been hammered into us. I mean, I think it's a possibility. Yeah, just unknowingly. Because I don't mind, I don't care. Call me gay, call me a lesbian, I don't really care. Because at the end of the day, I know, I know who I am. Right. And also, I'm tired. I'm also tired. And also, again, no, recognize who I am, respect who I am. You know, I'm not a lesbian, I'm a pansexual princess. That, that's who the hell I am. And I think for me, it would mean more to me for my partners to understand that. Yeah. Than the general public. Or my friends, to, like my close friends, to understand that than the general public, which is why it doesn't bother me for the general public. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm fortunate enough to have a relationship now and friends now <sighs> just so happy for you okay yeah my time is coming one day it's gonna come it's gonna come now it's taking long ass time i mean shit girl mine took long the fuck enough you right you right i ain't gonna lie it did take a minute i've been chasing this nigga for some years and look, and look. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, jesus you give me hope you give me hope friend which says a lot because i'm a jaded bitch Yes, I feel like that was a good way to plug your other podcast. Yes, absolutely. Do absolutely. it. Do it. So plug that. Check shit. me out on the podcast called Jaded. Yes. Um, where we talk about the things that make us jaded. Life is hard enough. Absolutely. You know, for Black folk. Yeah, it is. Um, so me and my gang, we decided that we would talk about that. Mm-hmm. So you can find us at Jaded wherever you get all your podcasts: Spotify, Apple, and SoundCloud. So it's Jaded. Period. So, check us out. Check. We talk about a lot more general stuff about black life, black mental health, mm-hmm. things of that nature, and, and more of the general sense. So, if you want general blackness, that's where you There can, you go. Go um, on over there. Go on and check us out. But if you want that gay shit. If you want that gay shit. This is where it's at. Because <laughs> <laughs> we like that gay shit over here. Okay. Period. Yeah, this is great. I think this is a really good intro to what we're we're here to do. We're here to shake. I don't shit think up. you answered the question. What do you what want the, the listeners to give from the oh, podcast? Oh shit! Wow. Oh man. I 
want there to continue to be space, hold space, create space, a safe space for blackness and queerness to exist. And then more specific for blackness and pansexuality, bisexuality, not, not being on this binary so much. I want that to exist. And like we say in a lot of our posts, I want that to exist boldly and unapologetically. One thing I love about myself is that I, I do march to my own drum. I don't give a fuck. That's just how I am. I have struggled so much with what my identity means to me and all aspects of my identity. And I'm still struggling with some, um, some aspects of my identity. I struggle so much with my sexuality throughout life before I had the language to identify what the hell I am. That now that, that I, is such a confusing time. And again, yeah, we're, we're going to go through the, the coming out things. So I don't want to yeah. get too much away. But sometimes, mm-hmm. I would have much rather had just been gay. Yeah. It, been, it probably... Mm. And y'all forgive us. We're not trying to be like, you know, talk like we know what the fuck we're talking about. But I think in some aspects, just being the one... It's... And I use the term less loosely. complicated. Less complicated. I don't want to say easy. Definitely not easy. Less complicated. Yes. Yes. But yes, that said, it took me such a long time to finally understand my sexuality that now that I've arrived at this place, at the threshold of 30, like, hell yeah, I'm going to be me through and through. Mm -hmm. And I don't give a fuck. Because it's my life at the end of the day. So... You know, I don't care about the people who don't understand that you don't have to be all the way straight or all the way gay. I don't care, honestly, even about, you know, family members, even friends, people who don't understand. It's not for you to understand because it's not your life to live. It's mine. That said, I, I want this podcast to not only create these safe spaces, but hopefully provide y'all with some knowledge with, you know, black queerness. You know, we're not going nowhere. And a home and a safe space for those of you who are. Yes. Absolutely. Like, I think there are other black queer podcasters out there. Mm-hmm. And I love them. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, just another safe space yes. for individuals. But specifically for those individuals. Because I think in my personal findings, a lot of those individuals are just one. Not one sexuality. They identify as either gay or lesbian. Mm-hmm. I haven't found at least in my notes. So if y'all know some, please point them out. I think Crystal from the read. I don't think Crystal is completely lesbian. Oh, I thought she was here. I think I think Crystal is queer, but I don't think she's lesbian. I could be wrong. She. No, no. Crystal's my my big sister in my head. So Crystal, I'm speaking as if you're hearing me. Tell me. Text me one day, girl. Tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> I love me some Crystal. Um, but yeah, we really hope that y'all get something out of this podcast. And, you know, we just going to grow and flourish from here. Okay? Period. Period. Yeah. So, what we got next for the listeners? We're going to give you guys our pennies for our thoughts. And this is just going to be kind of our, our sound off as we send you all into your very gay weeks. Um, wrap this shit on up. Wrap it up, Dean. You know, wrap it up. So, I mean, Sky, do you want to give us a penny for your thoughts? What do you want to leave the listeners with? I would leave the listeners with... Yes. Again, be mindful. Yeah. 
You know, you don't know who is in the room. And I guarantee you, mm-hmm. if you don't know any bi men or pan men, or you think you don't, you do. You do. Yeah. Throw a rock and I guarantee you we're going to hit at least one of them. Because well, don't do that because that's violence. That's domestic violence. <laughs> domestic violence. <laughs> don't do that. But you know them. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. Hmm. So what are my pennies for y'all's thoughts? Um, I would say my, for this week, for this particular episode, um, I would actually just like to piggyback off of you being mindful, um, choosing to ascend versus staying complacent in your ignorance. Um, your ignorance is actual violence for, um, some, if not a lot of us and, you know, Sky and myself, we're speaking from one specific lens, but there's a lot of us within the alphabet mafia and your willful ignorance, your blatant ignorance, your your ignorant jokes, they're actually harmful. Very harmful. You know what I'm saying? So uh, just like just like you said, you might not think you're sharing space with someone who's clear identifying. Nigga, guess what? You more than likely are. So be mindful of what the fuck you're saying. Um, educate yourself. And keep listening to this dope-ass podcast, period. Period, boo. All right. Can't wait to see y'all. In- oh, well, we ain't going to see you. But uh, <laughs> how do you say it on podcast terms? Can't wait to. We'll see. Ooh. You know what you <laughs> Can't wait for y'all to hear us. Next. Catch y'all there on the is. next episode. <laughs>